Hello, and welcome back to So Relatable. Before we continue the series of quarantine stories, I wanted to tell you about my experience today at the grocery store, specifically Whole Foods. Um, You know, all of us go grocery shopping all the time. Um, And, you know, it's just, it's 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 a routine. It's not something we really think about. And yeah, but today was alarming. Going to the grocery store during a pandemic is quite different, and it it shows. You can tell that we're in a pandemic. I walked through the complex because there's a Whole Foods and there's also like a wine store and a cafe and all this stuff. And usually there's people about, there's tables set up, people are sitting there having conversations, and all of that was gone. It was just quiet. The stores were still open, but a lot less people. And as I was in the produce section picking out onions and lemons and avocados, I couldn't help but notice all the people around me wearing purple gloves and wearing face masks. Some just that simple piece of cloth and some that cover the entire nose and mouth and chin. It, I use the word disturbing because it made me feel unwell. It made me feel uneasy. It made me feel kind of anxious. It made me question, why are they doing it? Is it really that serious? Like, how is that actually protecting you? Um, And I know that it is protecting them, but being a person not wearing gloves and not wearing a face mask. I'm, I'm forced to ask myself, am I putting myself at risk by not using those? But I know that I'm not. You know, As long as I keep a distance from people and don't touch my face until I wash my hands and just keep an eye out, I'm fine. But that's just yet another example about how our environment around us is changing. And for how long is it going to be like this, feeling uneasy and on edge and and, and anxious about catching something you can't even see? So on that note, uh, let's continue quarantine stories. This week on Quarantine Stories... Our guest is Brianna, a 23-year-old American hailing from the state of Massachusetts. She's an avid sailor, she studies French and literature, somewhat of a poet, I would say. She's been a nanny, she's traveled most of Europe, and she's currently back in France, reunited with her fiancé. She just went back about a month ago, back in February and they were living in Orléans, and now they live in Atsi. And the pandemic has hit their life in an interesting way. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, not bad, just, you know, enjoying a Sunday where I'm not working. (laughs) Sunday of social distancing? 
Um, kind of. I mean, I live with three people, so. <laughs> not... Wait, so where are you now if you're not teaching? So where are you? Well, I'm still in Newark. Okay. Yeah, I'm still in Newark. Um, the school is closed, but, like, I'm living in my apartment complex with my three roommates, still, like, working but <laughs> teaching online. How's that going? The, uh, it's it's okay. Um, surprisingly, my students are more engaged than I thought they would be. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, so, yeah. I mean, other than try, like getting over the technological huddles, no, no, not huddles, hurdles, um, it, it, that, that was the rough part. But now, now we're going smoothly. Now we're just doing what we're supposed to be doing. So it's not too bad. Nice. Yeah. So I was, I was interested in like asking you about your particular situation because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just got to France, what, last month? Um, you, yeah. haven't, you haven't even been in France for a full month correct? No, it's, it's been a full month. I got here on February 18th. Okay. So a little over a So now, month. yeah, it's just been a month. Okay. And so you, you guys were in Orléans, um, while the pandemic was just like ramping up and then you guys well, moved to yeah. Ancy, right? Yeah, so we were in Orléans for maybe a week, two weeks. Okay. We moved pretty quickly. We moved like end of February, Mike started March 1st, I think, at his job, so, like, back when I got here, like, the joke was that I was, I was just, like, nervous to see a bunch of people in masks at the airport, but there, I think when I was in Boston, Logan, there was only one guy wearing a mask, and mm-hmm. when I got into Charles de Gaulle, people still weren't treating it really seriously, I mean, there was, like, you remember those screens by a baggage claim where they would, like, kind of flash information? Mm-hmm. And Charles de Gaulle, yes. so everything is like, if you're returning from China, go visit this pharmacy. So they would like, oh, crazy the french not doing the bees i find that oh that's been over for a month and a half that's crazy just i they do it so often i just can't i can't see them not doing it oh Um. they don't oh yeah a meter (laughs) of space wow française français mes chers compatriotes le gouvernement a pris comme je vous l'avais annoncé des dispositions fermes pour freiner la propagation du virus Les crèches, les écoles, les collèges, les lycées, les universités sont fermés depuis ce jour. Samedi soir, les restaurants, les bars, tous les commerces non essentiels à la vie de la nation ont également clos leurs portes. Les rassemblements de plus de 100 personnes ont été interdits. And so when you guys moved to Annecy, um, like how did that whole situation happen? Because I was just curious about, you know, court, like, lockdown and moving into a new apartment at the same time, not having your stuff. Like how, how has that struggle been going? Even if it is oh, a struggle. We still don't have our stuff. Um, we bought things to do laundry by hand um, the other day at the store. Oh I don't God. know if that's a necessary thing that counts as a 
the premier necessity, whatever, but I don't know. No, but it was interesting because we were in an apartment hotel that was like kind of small, but it had like a little kitchen. It was like kind of like my room in Angers, like, like, like a small room, a bed, a little desk and a bathroom. Um, but we were there and people were talking about it. So I know Mike's work was starting to talk about like, if you ever come in contact with someone like this, what would be the procedure? Or if you want to have people that work here, this is what we would do. Like, they're just like about procedures to put in place. Like, if we ran into people that were contaminated, but it wasn't like a concrete thing yet. So we were able to move from our apartment to this one, like really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, visited departments went out, and like early than like a week later, we were moving in. But what happened with us was like the weekends, like before the Monday that they like closed everything down, and then we went like furniture shopping. Out our bed, we picked out a fridge, we picked out like a washing machine. Thankfully, we picked up the oven, we were able to put it in the car. But we had been driving like this 20 hours and a few days between driving back to Orleans, picking up stuff, and driving back to Annecy again for like the meeting we had to hand in paperwork for the marriage, which I now owe more stuff. And now because of lockdown, like it's gonna be another month and a half before I can drive back to Orleans to hand in that paperwork to try to schedule anything. Um, that's also been put on hold. Um, but that weekend, we were just so tired from driving. I think and we, had, we had just, we were moving into the apartment, so we were already like unloading boxes. We had a deadline for the rental truck. So instead of like renting another truck from that store to like bring up, bring back our bed and everything and load it up ourselves, like we decided that we, that we would pay for it to be delivered. And they were able to deliver it like, oh, it was like a, Thursday, I think, or Friday that we went. And they're like, oh, well, we can deliver it on Tuesday. And we're like, okay, great. Um, except for Monday morning, they called me on the phone. They confirmed, like, okay, your delivery will be tomorrow. I'm like, great, I'll be home all day because Mike's supposed to be working. And then Mike uh, tech called me. I was like, oh, good news. Like, I'm, I'm out of work. And then he was like, oh, is our like, delivery still on? I was like, yep. So on, it's good. We're gonna get a bed because we're sleeping on like his old old futon mattress, which is like not the most comfortable thing. <laughs> and we already had laundry to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm like, counting down the days. That's bad. Like let me tell you overnight. I was like, let me do work. Let's do my sleep thing. I need a bed. I was so excited. And then like a half an hour after they had called to confirm that a delivery, I got a text saying all deliveries are canceled. Delivery for two we canceled until like more notice from the government so we will not hear from that store until the government allows them to reopen so we will not have access to what we bought until then so no bed no fridge no washing machine until the end of the quarantine (laughs) wow so so Um, you do so you do luckily have stuff to wash your clothes you do have a microwave no not a microwave sorry you have an oven um yeah we have an oven we were able to get the oven in the car right okay good uh, but you don't have a fridge still? No, we don't have a fridge. Um, ah. I was kind of pissy. I, I, maybe I was kind of pissy when I texted them back. I was like, okay, so we're going into confinement, and I have no fridge. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> and they're like, uh, we invite you to be patient and wait until the government. No. <laughs> and they're like, there's nothing we can do for you. And I was like, great, um, right, that's easier to say when you have a way to store food. Um, but no, it's fine. We went on the, the bunk wall, and uh-huh. we found a little freezer. And I mean, worst case, like, I mean, we bought a freezer. We wasted more money. So we don't have a fridge. We have a freezer because we had ordered, like, all of, like, our food, like, mm-hmm. at least for the next two weeks worth of food from Carrefour Drive. Um, so we have a way to store, like, the freezer stuff that we bought. And we've just been wrapping, like, the fridge stuff in bags and keeping it at the top of the 
freezer and then taking it out after a day so that it didn't like freeze. <laughs> That's what we've been doing, but it's like not that effective. I mean, yeah. once we get our stuff delivered, whenever this quarantine finally ends, um, we can always just put the freezer. We have a little like a uh, basement, like garage thing that we can, like a storage room that we can use that's just for us in our apartment. But we'll put it down there and we can just store extra stuff in there if we ever need to. But it sucks because we're only really going to use it um, during the quarantine. <laughs> but luckily, we're able to go pick it up from someone. And we're like, yeah, this will really help us because uh, we need to store Well, that's, that's good. Um, that's good that you at least have that. Now, is is, yeah. is there any end in sight to the quarantine? Has, like, the um, government, like... No. Um, when they announced it, it's a minimum 15 days starting on Tuesday at noon. So it'll be 15 days from this past Tuesday. So we're, we're not even at the end of the first week. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's a minimum. So a lot of, like, health officials are talking, and it's all rumor because the government hasn't, like verified anything yet or made a formal statement i think they're waiting to see what the curve does or like the numbers of cases in hospitals what that looks like at the end of the quarantine um but a lot of the health officials that uh, news outlets are quoting or like publishing on facebook and everywhere about is saying that it's very likely they're going to prolong it because they don't think they're going to see enough of a change so it's likely that this will be prolonged i don't know for how long um even as even if i'm hoping that it's not that's crazy. It feels like it feels like everyone's in the dark, you know. Um, yeah. And it's you just have to feel your way through, I guess, until the end. <laughs> we have to wait. Yeah, we have to wait for news. I mean, it sucks. I was really bitching the first couple of days. I wanted a bed. I was like an actual bed. I still do. <laughs> what can you do? Um, I would. It would have been more crazy if. We had been put under quarantine when we were still in the apartment hotel because Could you imagine? it was a tiny, tiny room. Oh, oh. And that was being That's paid for by Mike's job, right? Yeah. So I don't would know they, if they would have been able to continue to pay. Yeah, that's that's my thought there too. It's like, would they have actually kept paying for that? That's that's crazy. So it, it's good that that didn't happen. It's good that you're actually in your new place at least. Um, how are you guys like? I know it hasn't been a full week yet, but how are you guys just living day to day? Like, how are you getting through it? Because I know, I know you just got a nannying job, but you know, what else? What do you guys do to like pass your days? Um, time passes really fucking slowly when you do nothing. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's been a couple days in the past week where we really done nothing. So, like, like play games, like we'll watch a lot of Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm like reading on my phone, like. I always joke that I'm addicted to my phone, but I'm like on Facebook reading things or I'll read like little ebooks on my phone just to pass the time. Um, which kind of drives us crazy. We get, I feel like I get kind of like aggravated easily when I'm like just sitting around doing nothing because I'm bored and then time passes really slow. So even like leaving or like trying to go for a, like a walk, like we've gone hiking. We, well, before the quarantine, when we were still like, before it was like really told that we were supposed to go, like we would go hiking. So we tried to like get outside at least like once a day and try to do something. Because mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Like my nannying job is nice. Like, so I believe they get fresh air. Like I have something to do that makes the time pass. Mm-hmm. Which is good because I also get this kind of space so Mike can do his own thing. Like Mike went running when I was nannying on Thursday. So he's able to do his own thing too, which I think helps because you can get kind of cooped up in a small apartment. Yeah. I was curious, you guys were at the park. Oh, yeah. So in France, you can 
leave your house if you have an attestation, but you're you either have to print it out because we have this like government approved one where you print it out and sign your name, or you have to write it by hand. Mm-hmm. So you can go for a few reasons. They've added three new reasons, which I don't know what they are because I only read half of them, but they're like just very specific, and I can't remember what they are. But the main ones are if you need to go shopping for things that you really need, so like important necessities, you're allowed to leave. Um, if you are going for work, but then you have to have a letter from your work and the attestation saying that you do have to have a professional activity. If you're doing physical activities, mostly individual, never in groups. So group stuff isn't allowed. Has to be close to your home. Nothing like abusive. <laughs> like we're not driving in an hour to go for a hike. Oh, okay. Just like taking a walk to the park by our house. Or, or if you are leaving to take care of like old people. Or kids, so that's why I I have a nanny job. I'm able to leave the house to go watch kids. I see. I'm assuming those parents still have jobs then, and they need a nanny. Yeah, so it's the family I'm nannying for is from Paris. They came here to their vacation home to like flee the virus. Mm -hmm. Everyone in Paris, so they're working from home. Like teletravail is a thing now. So they're all upstairs working while I mind the kids. Um, Is Mike still like working? Is he getting paid? Do you guys have income? Uh, yeah, so, that's probably not too personal. Yeah, so, like, they're still getting paid. Of course, like, it's his company and it's fucking my friends. But, now the people that aren't working, they're still getting paid. They're not getting paid, like, full-time what they would get paid. They're paying, they're getting paid a percentage. Like, okay. I forget the exact percentage, but they're making a percentage. That's percent That's what they're supposed to be making. Meanwhile, like, people that are, like, like or cafe, I forget the word for it, but like this manager, if anyone's like administration is getting paid hundred percent. So that's not fun. Okay. And is it true I like that... all the technicians? Oh, sorry, say that one more time. Oh, so like all the technicians, like Mike, they're not getting like the full hundred percent of their wages, but there's still money coming in because it's France and there's worker protection laws. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um is it true that um, the government suspended um, rent payments? As far as I know, yes. Okay. So is that just for the month of March then? or? I think so. I think it's just during a period where no one's like working. So like all the restaurants, staff, like everyone that's like, out of a job being told to like work from home or who aren't able to work from home, there is like ways that they can like apply for so that they don't have to pay. Okay. While they're not getting paid. Wow, that's I, it's just that that baffles my mind. Like I love that France did that, but the United States would never. Like yeah, I have friends in Mass. My restaurant closed for a month. They fired all of the. They had to let go all their staff except for the hosts. Yeah, they're doing takeout. But like all my server friends are filing for unemployment because until next month, even if they're like they won't know if they're even allowed to reopen. Yeah. So that's like that's that's the second thing that I've heard about like people being laid off and like businesses closing almost. Um, and I can only imagine that it's happening a lot more than just two times because in Pittsburgh there was this cafe that my friend's boyfriend was working at, and mm-hmm. he all the salaried employees and the managers got laid off, and literally the cafe like the business is failing like they might actually have to close close. And yeah, that's what's happening, yeah. And I find that crazy. Um, it, yeah, it's scary. There's a lot of bars I know that my, my friends in New York work at that like, are publishing, like, oh, we're not going to be able to come back from this. We're 
actually now permanently closed. That, and even with like these stimulus stimulus packages that the government's trying to put in, it doesn't seem like it's going to help much. Especially yeah, if this goes on for another month or two. Because like a $1,200, this check that each person might be getting, that's not really going to help much, I don't think. Um, but we'll see. It's gonna, I mean, for a family, that's not going to do anything. Like, yeah. you have kids to feed. You have your student loan bills that are still due. Like, you're not even going to, like, pay those. Well, actually, they suspended um, having to pay loans back right now. Ooh. Um, Hell and yeah. I, and I, Look at me with my Sally Mae loans. I'm not paying. Yeah, and I think... I think interest, like the interest, can't accumulate during this period either. I think. Nice. See, um, I thought I read that, but I wasn't sure if it was actually going to be like really put through. That's awesome. Right. That's one thing I don't like is having to pay my student loans here when I'm not able to like work full time. Right. Granted, this nannying job, like for me, the coronavirus outbreak has been nice because there's like a lot of people that will give anyone money to just watch their fucking kids so they mm-hmm. can work. So for me, it's like. Perfect because I've grown up in a home daycare. I've taken care of, care of kids my entire life. I was an au pair. Like, I'm just like, hello, hi, yes. <laughs> and I get money, but like, <laughs> it's not good for everyone else. I mean, <laughs> at least I'm making some money because, uh, yeah, but they stood on the post here. So there's no post office that's open and there's no receiving letters or packages anymore. So it's, yeah. Oof. It's insane. So, like, the paperwork I need to turn in for like, me and Mike to get married. We had, we learned that I needed another apostille, so I had to like send documents to Washington D.C. to be apostille and translated, and then we were going to be mailed back. So I had to get my birth certificate mailed to my dad's house, and my dad mailed in my work order with that to Washington D.C. And I have to wait for them to do the work and mail it back. But the post offices are shut down, so I have to wait for them to like be up again, wait for to make it here. I didn't know that the post before. offices were shut down in France. Yep, that's new Whoa. as of Saturday. They had closed half of their like offices, like they're like where you can go in and do it. They closed half of them from the start of the quarantine, but now they closed everything, even like the service to plea that stopped, like deliveries, everything is 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 shut down right now. That's crazy. Cause like so many people mm-hmm. in the States are still like they're, they're like, oh, yeah, I can still just order things and have it shipped to my house. And I can order my groceries and have it shipped to my house. And it's like, no, you can't do that in France. Like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Well, no, are like no, our, third, our third party post office, like delivery services still up and running? Or no, that you know of? Uh, Amazon, no. Um, other things, wow. no. Um, you can get pizza delivered. So Uber Eats is still functioning with whatever restaurants are still open. Uh, but right now, that is just pizza. <laughs> so it's not like even deliver you any kind of like make teas or anything. Um, so they're still able to do it, but they have this new funny thing where like they will either put your pizza down on like a little like, like a bench or anything that's like a surface one they can put on, and then you're gonna like leave your money for them on the flat surface and pizza. That way they don't. Eat close to you within a meter of you or they don't come in contact or if like there's no flat surface <laughs> the delivery people are told to put like the pizza bag on the floor which they clean up the pizza on the bag and it's stuff back and let you take it right. but um and they made this big stink of announcing it this is what they're gonna do yeah. except that like when mike <laughs> the guy just handed him no one gives a fuck too much work that's like my mom. She, I was on the phone with her yesterday, and I told her – because I went to a park yesterday because I was like, I need to get out of this, this apartment building. And so I did. Yeah. And on my way back, I told her, I was like, I'm going to get some pizza. 
And she said, disinfect the box before you touch it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm not going to disinfect the box before I touch it because one, I don't have a disinfecting wipe. And two, I'm going to be at the restaurant and I'm going to have to carry it back to my apartment. So <laughs> I have to touch the box. Uh, yeah, it's just... Like, I mean, it, this whole thing's kind of crazy. I just remember in January, none of us really thought this would be, like, this serious. Like, right. we thought it was just, you know, it was something mm-hmm. that was happening, but it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And now, and now look at what it is. It's affecting the whole world. Hell, I've read that, like, the world is already in a global recession, economically. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't Italy's surprise me at all. Italy's in a depression now. Italy's officially in a depression? Uh, yep. Yeah, I think I read that on Facebook yesterday. Wow. Like they're entering into a depression. I mean, because the whole country is on lockdown. They had 300 dead in a day, 400, 500, no, over 600 people died in the last 24 hours alone. Like, no one can go to work. Everything's like locked down. I mean, the French borders, I think, have been closed between European countries France, Germany, France, Switzerland, France, Italy, yeah. I think, Spain. I heard that the Schengen zone down. was shut down. Like the, like the borders closed for the Schengen zone. The what zone? Schengen zone, yeah. Yeah, like no one can enter or leave. I think so. That's yeah, it's, it's all crazy. Like but yeah. A lot of them were writing about like the lot of exchange students, like Erasmus and like what we were at Angers. Like a lot of like foreign students that have come here to study in France and now like they can't go home. So like other French when schools close, the French students go back home to their families. Mm-hmm. But these like foreign students they, they have no way to like get across shut down borders to their families. Yeah. So they're living in like tiny little rooms in dormitories that are mostly abandoned because all their other classmates were able to go home and they're not able to. So they have to make do in a tiny little room in a dormitory because wow. they, they have nowhere else to go. So that's like, there's a lot of students right now that are kind of just stuck here and like waiting to figure out like there's no more classes. Are there, are there ever going to be any more classes? Mm-hmm. Like, when is it going to be safe for me to go home? Like, yeah. I didn't think about that. I honestly didn't think because I thought that most of them would just come back to the States because I remember... I remember before, like, when Trump made the announcement that he was going to, like, cut travel from Europe, um, most most Americans, like, hopped on flights back. And yeah, so, I mean, I don't think Americans were able to get back, but, like, if you're Italian or you're German true. or you're Austrian or That's you're whatever, true. and you're here studying in France, like, all of a sudden you can't, like, get across those borders to get to your... That's true. I, I and to your, to your house... So the Americans were lucky, because I know I had a lot of friends that were studying abroad, or I had friends that I knew in college that were part of, like, the Peace Corps, or Mm -hmm. I had a friend that was in Nepal, and she had been in Nepal for the last 13 months, and she still had another 13 months to go before her service was over, and she was doing projects and, like, school building and things in Nepal, and she got, she was told that, like, they were told that they might have to leave, but they weren't told when, and then yesterday morning, they were like, yeah, you're out tonight. And she had to say goodbye to her host family, pack everything up, and then just leave all the other day. And she hadn't finished her projects. She didn't. Well, she was still working on them, and now she's done. Wow! So she got yanked. Life just like just 
just cutting everything short. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's sad. Thank you for listening to So Relatable. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor FM. Follow us on Instagram at So Relatable Podcast. And stay tuned for more quarantine stories in the next coming days. Oh, and wash your hands.